And we're back with vaccine researcher and family physician, Dr. Iris Gorfinkel. And Dr. Gorfinkel, it was last Friday that Dr. Teresa Tam reiterated just how important it is for all of us to get the flu shot this year. So wondering just, yeah, how important is it considering that last year's flu numbers were really low, like a record low, and many of us are already COVID vaccinated? Yeah, we're COVID vaccinated, and I would add COVID fatigued on top of it. So these are features that can put us behind the eight ball. You're absolutely right, Jeff, when you, when you reflect that last year's numbers were low. And just how low were they? You know, less than 1%. In fact, one one thousandth of the cases we normally see were seen last year. Turn the clock back a year. What did it look like? Everything was closed. Schools were closed. Businesses were closed. Restaurants were closed. No one was traveling. You know, so what does that translate into now? All of that has changed. Plus, we've got Delta to boot, a thousand times the virus in people's nostrils, far more transmissible, makes people sicker. You know, so this is, this is what we're up against. We cannot assume that last year's numbers are going to be this year's experience. I think that the fact that people are wearing masks, doing hand hygiene, the fact that we do have our windows open, sure, it's going to help. But we cannot make that assumption that we're not going to face, I'm going to bring that word back again, I'm resurrecting it, the twindemic. That's right, COVID-19 from Delta plus influenza. It, it certainly could happen. Okay, and just how devastating would a twindemic be when we look at uh, what's going on, particularly in provinces like Saskatchewan and Alberta? I mean, thankfully, so far, the fourth wave, we've been spared here in this province, Ontario. But how devastating could things be for our hospitals if we do see that twindemic, we see a spike in flu numbers and uh, the fourth wave that's going on right now? Well, this is the thing. And also health officials worry that because we did not have an influenza season last year, Kids, especially unvaccinated kids, did not develop immunity to influenza of any kind. There's an entire cohort of kids, never mind influenza, they didn't have the colds they usually get, and therefore they do not have the library of immunity built up, making them more susceptible not only to the disease, but to transmitting that disease. So there's a lot of cards in this game that have totally changed, plus the fact that we don't have enough hospitals to be sanctimonious about it, to be smug about it. You know, and we've seen how rapidly COVID-19 changes. You know, we've got low numbers now. And the, the key is here is trying to keep ahead of the curve, trying to keep one step ahead of it instead of reacting. You know, I worry that what we've done in the past consistently is only when the hospitals are filled, only when the emergency rooms are overloaded, that's when you see action. That's simply not acceptable. We have to keep up that mitigation. We have to keep up, especially vaccination against influenza. There are no givens here. Okay, considering that, uh, you know, a bulk of the population has been vaccinated against COVID to date, and we're also continuing with things like masking, social distancing, hand washing, uh, all of that. What has changed, do you think, this year that we might see a rise in flu cases? Is it just the fact that we've got kids back in school, uh, indoor dining is happening, restaurants are at least partially open now, that sort of thing? Is that what's different from this time last year? Oh, all of the above. Plus, we have travel. Plus, we have COVID fatigue. 
People are sick of this. They don't want to keep doing it. They're ready just to go back to the restaurants and go shoulder to shoulder again. I miss it too. But the problem is it's not yet that time. We really have to see the numbers down. Plus the fact, don't forget, it's getting colder, right? So what does that mean about indoor congregating? What does that mean about our being able to keep doors and windows wide open to keep the air flowing? We know that COVID-19, including Delta, which is far more transmissible anyway, spreads via aerosols. It hangs in the air just like cigarette smoke would. And when those windows are closed and those doors are closed to keep us warm, to keep the heat inside, it's going to spread. All right, so the flu shot is being highly recommended this year, this season, uh, particularly for those uh, over the age of uh, 65, for the older demographic? Right on. So over 65 is a high-risk group. People with diabetes, underlying lung disease, underlying heart disease. Hey, this is all familiar. It's the same group that we recommended and still do to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And you know, it's interesting. Pregnant women are on that list. So it doesn't matter where a pregnant woman is in pregnancy, even if she's in that that very special first trimester where all the organs are forming, it's still important to get the flu shot and hopefully get it early. And don't forget kids, like kids under five are on that list. They're actually considered high risk because they are individuals who tend to get sicker when they have it simply because their immune library is not as built up. And, and the fact that they can transmit it to other people as well. And then finally, there's the group called the immunosuppressed. So these are the people who've had organ transplants, the people who are on biologics that reduce their immune system's capacity to fight disease. So this is the group that we're talking about. They're a priority to get to get vaccination, but everyone can get a vaccine for free in Ontario. It's available at pharmacies, family doctors, nurse practitioners, public health units. So it's a good thing to get. I got mine mm, Friday. Okay. And for those that are in that uh, older demographic over a 65, uh, we're hearing that they're offering a high dose flu shot. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so the high-dose influenza vaccine has four times the antigen in it. And the reason that's important for older people is because as we age, there's a depressing thing called immunosenescence. And this is actually a truism for everybody, no matter how fancy the hair might be. You know, what does that mean? As we get older, our immune system is less capable, less able to fight diseases. So diseases is a broad category, everything from diabetes to hypertension to high, you know, all kinds of problems, including infections. So what happens is you need a little more in the vaccine to ensure a higher immune response. And that's precisely what the high dose flu zone does, the high dose vaccination. You know, but how much of an improvement is there? The data we have dates back all the way from 2013. It's kind of sad. It's that old, but it is. And it shows a 24% improvement. Mm. So the main thing is get the vaccine, even if it's the adjuvanted vaccine. A later, a later study showed it's the same response with the adjuvanted vaccine for individuals over okay. the age of 65. The main thing is just get it. All right. Great advice. Great stuff as always. Dr. Iris Gorfinkel with us each and every Wednesday. Dr. Gorfinkel, much appreciated. Thanks as always. Many thanks for having me, Jeff. You bet. Here on Global News Radio.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.